Hey, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. We finally have the Euros underway, and oh my god, it's been exciting. We've got a lot of great games to talk about. Not a lot of transfer news, so we don't really have a full-on segment on that this week. Carl's pissed off, though, so I'm just going to throw this over to him. Yeah, um, man, you decided to throw in a bid for Trippier, even though we have a right and left back. So uh, shoot me in the fucking face. What kind of stupid shit is that? $48 million. Like, not euros. Like, it was in dollars. Um, for the transfer. Uh, do you see and that Bleacher Report rejection. or uh, Yeah, Bleacher Report from uh, Fabrizio. That would explain the dollars. Yeah. yeah. So I was thoroughly upset to read this because why would we go for a left or a right back when we have Luke Shaw and Juan Basaka and we're yeah, in the running for Rafael Varane and after his first game for France, whoo, he may be the center back of the tournament. Yeah, I don't understand the whole Trippier thing either, honestly. I mean, I'm not mad about it because it's a stupid move. Um, I just don't understand that we both just agree that it's a really yeah, stupid it's, move. It's a stupid move. So before we get into oh wait, Euro, uh, what one last thing regarding transfers. Uh, I don't think we officially said this, but PSG verbally agreed with Donnarumma. I know we said verbal last week. I thought they already signed the contract this week, like it's official. Uh, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, that was basically confirmed last week. I want to jump into games, but. Before we get into games, we just we have to wish a speedy recovery to Christian Eriksen. Yes, sir. Um, Carl and I talked about it the other day, and I'm sure everyone who's listening knows what happened, has seen what happened. We don't need to go into detail about it, but we're just we're wishing him the best, and we're wishing everyone who was involved just hoping that they're okay mentally because that's just a lot to go through. Exactly. Like, I I thought Denmark was going to be really good in their group, but we may not really see them do anything because of this. Um, And it's totally understood. I mean, they apparently have said something along the lines of they're not sure if they're going to continue. Yeah. They, They could, which would totally be understandable. I just, for everyone involved, players on Denmark coaching staff, the players from Finland, the coaching staff, all the fans, Christian Eriksen himself, his family, his friends. That's just terrible. And I'm really, really, like that picture of him smiling with his thumbs up leaving made me feel so, so much better. Yeah, I'm really happy that he was still alive. Like, and I'm happy that he's in the hospital feeling a lot better uh, given the circumstances. Um, Yep. But we just have to send thoughts and prayers to the family and everything. Stay well. Hopefully the team can perform well as well. Yes, exactly. So before we get into the Euro opener, um, Belgium absolutely smacked Russia in the face. I'm pissed. They were so close to making it four. (laughs) and, And Lukaku scored and dedicated his opening goal to... To Christian Eriksen, which I love to see. Yeah. Belgium smacked Russia around, and I'm pretty sure Russia was home for this game. So it just shows that it doesn't matter where you are. 
Well, I mean, when you're supposedly the best team in the world. Uh, Belgium might have been home for that, I think, in Kappen. But it was just an all-out slaughter. I mean, there's not really much to say. One of the commentators was like, you never have a team that, like, you don't think is very good. And, like, you see them play and you're like, oh, my God, they're worse than I thought we were. That's what they said about Russia. Yeah. But, but like, they're current. They're currently playing Finland right now, as we're recording. Like, I was watching yeah. w- with my mom before we hopped on. And, I mean, game's about to end. Yeah, it's, it's, they're in the But they 90s. didn't play a bad game. Oh my god, no, the goal that they scored was fantastic. It yeah. was an absolute banger, which, what I mean is, like, I don't think Russia's that bad. I just think they were playing Belgium and they got their shit rocked. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I don't know what's going to happen when Belgium's going to verse France or anything because, like, we don't really get to see that in that group, but, like, shit. Exactly. Like, Belgium's number one for a reason, and given their group, they're going to show that they're number one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I want to jump now into the Euro opener. Oh, uh, this game's great. Italy, Italy was just like, yo, we're really good. Yeah, pretty much. And Turkey did not look like they belonged on the field with Italy. Like, at all. Like, at all. I love the way it started with the own goal. Very similar to the own goal that was scored in the uh, Germany-France game. We'll get to that one a little later also. Yeah, but so, Immobile cleaned up a finish and then Insigne just destroyed everything like they were playing so well and Turkey just could not they the possession doesn't speak for how much Italy actually possessed in this game they have 64 percent possession and I would say it was damn near like 74 yeah it it was like more it did seem like Turkey never had the ball yeah like uh, Colin Oglu would like run up with the ball sometimes and they would try stuff, but didn't work. They never got work. out of, they never got into the attacking third pretty much. Yeah, it, it was, it was a pure domination. And Donnarumma played such a great game. Well, he's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. He was literally just, I, I love uh, one of his saves when he like slid out of bounds uh, by just holding the ball on the line and then just sliding out, letting the ball go. I'm like, you don't see any keeper really doing this. Like, you normally see them hold on to it. And out of nowhere, he's just like, I have the confidence to let this go in my box. I don't even care. Yeah, he's he's like different. Yeah, uh, Italy totally outclassed Turkey and really showed that there there's something to watch this tournament. You know what? For anyone who's uh, watching on the YouTube, I hate when that happens. And if you're uh, if you're on audio only, my camera just shut off at random. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I stopped. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just I'm gonna leave those from now on. I feel like they're right, funny. Fuck it. Even Siyunchu couldn't really, I mean, he didn't really have any help back there. You know what I mean? But He played a decent game, though. Yeah, but what I mean is, like, even ha- like one center back can't, like, 
No, you can't Italy, stop Italy that Italy hasn't attack. lost in like two or so years. Italy have never lost to Turkey either. Well, that makes sense. That was like a stat that they were playing before the game. Yeah, but Italy that's a stupid ass stat because Turkey's like just recently getting decent better, yeah. footy. Well, better. Yeah, not decent, but they're just recently getting better. Actually, that's not true. I'm going to take that back. Yeah, I think you're calling cap with that. But I'm capping. I, I'm capping. I'm just trying to say things. I just um, find it really funny. It, it just makes more sense because, you know, it's Italy. Yeah. Yeah. I think Turkey's going to win probably their game against Wales and Switzerland, the way that Switzerland played their first game. We'll see. But Italy's winning all three the way they played. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'll we'll see how yo, that group ends yo, up. Yo, guess who didn't lose their first game? Yeah, <laughs> Calvin fucking Phillips. I I wanted him to. Calvin him to. fucking Phillips. Oh my god! Calvin Sterling with Sterling scores Phillips. the goal, and they get slightly outpossessed, but they played a decent game overall. Calvin Phillips played so well in that game. He he said that Southgate was like, yo, I want you to take a more like forward-thinking approach instead of that defensive role you play at Leeds. And he was like, okay. And then he played like an animal. He was like an English Conte, but like taking back like a lot of notches. Yeah. Because we got to see what Conte really looks like in that France game. I think that France game was more about Pogba, but again, we'll get into uh, it. That's nah, the last. Thought... Ga- that's the last game we're talking about. But okay. we'll, we'll get into. You know, it. I swore it was Kimmage, but Kimmage and uh, Conte. But whatever. Nah, not uh, really. Not really. We'll get into that in a minute, but yeah, um, that England. I still though like. They won the match. They won the match. Not so confidently. Like, so, like, there's that. But Kieran Trippier starting at left back. I know he's played it for Atletico, but, like, you have Sean Chilwell. Yeah. Where the hell were Grelish and Sancho? Like, bruh. Like, bruh. You couldn't just hear my side, but um, I sighed. Like, starting Foden and starting Sterling is not a bad idea. But start, you have Grelish. Start Sancho over Foden. And well, I actually can understand starting Foden over Sancho. Because... Is it team chemistry? One, because of team chemistry. And two, in Foden's sample size, because he doesn't play the same kind of minutes as Sancho, they're similar. Yeah, I guess. Like, Sancho has a lot more numbers, but it's because he... Is a consistent starter and a number one option on that side in Dortmund. You want to rework that real quick? He's a second option. He's a number one option for creating chances and getting assists. On oh, that for side. creating chances, yes. Holland's the scorer, but we talk about Sancho in terms of his creative ability assisting. and assisting. So he's the number one option in terms of playmaking on that side. Yeah, I just heard number one option. And when you hear yeah. number one option, you... Th- 
think goal scoring. I know, I know. Um, but like, he he's the number one option in terms of assists, like bar none, and in terms of playmaking also. Like, I really wanted a different setup by this English squad. I wanted a more attacking option against Croatia, but we didn't get to see it. It was slightly more defensive with uh, Rice in the middle. With what? What did you say? Oh, you said with Rice. That one Rice. Yeah, you said Rice, and you like your audio cut a little bit, and I heard Royce, and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> Yeah, um, no. Um, I'm just. I understand to, uh, why they went Germany. defensive because they needed a strong midfield to be able to compete against Kovacic and Modric. Yeah. So, like, I get it. I just would have done some things differently, even though it worked out. So. You know, we're giving that same criticism, even though it worked out. So, it's not a massive deal for them. They probably aren't listening to us and being like, hmm, Brian and Carl know what the hell they're talking about. But uh probably not. I don't think Southgate gives two shits about our opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I I'm excited to see where England's gonna take it from here and with their next game against Scotland, I really want to see a good performance. Yo, that Netherlands-Ukraine game was ridiculous. I was really surprised. I thought the first half was going to be the what happened, but all in the second half, which was totally ridiculous. Well, not I even love... all in the second half, but, like, late. Yeah. Like, late, late. Netherlands deserved to win. I mean, yeah, I agree with that. But they barely did. I mean, yeah, but they won. Yeah, exactly. It's very similar to England. I don't think goal differentials are going to come back to hurt them. Not in their group, because uh, them and Austria are pretty much going to move on the way that Austria played their first game. Yeah, they, they smacked North Macedonia. They played so confidently, and yep. uh, with... Alaba, Alaba. Like, playing more of an attacking role is disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Alba can literally be any CDM, any center back, any left back, any... He, he can play anywhere. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Can we talk about that uh, Puskas award potential? Because uh, Patrick Schick you, hit an absolute fucking banger. You mean the the curling, just like, drop-down, crazy half-court Have you have craziness? You, have you seen the picture of behind him as he's kicking it no the ball All right. is, yes i did i did the ball is like the, the video. Eight, eight yards outside the post yeah and he kicks it left and then it swings its way back in it was nuts it, it was absolutely ridiculous it was nuts. He, and, he deserves goal of. The and by the way, probably. by the way, his header that he scored earlier in the oh, game. Oh, that was no joke. That was fucking uh, was, bins. Was perfect placement. Jumped up, got a great flick on that. Like that was. He had a game. He had a game, and he did it all in eighty-seven minutes. He didn't even play the full ninety. Yeah. 
He's currently tied with Ronaldo and Lukaku as the top goal scorer, and because he have he has less minutes, he is. Um, that that's some pretty damn good company. Yeah, if I do say so myself. Yeah, especially given the game that Ronaldo had in that second half uh, at the end of the game, um, yep. past the eighty third, and the way that Lukaku played throughout the entire game. Yeah, um, I saw I saw a meme about that uh, Portugal game. Um, actually, I'll, I'll say it now, but, um, it was a Hungary goal disallowed in the 80th minute, 92nd minute, 3-0 Portugal, and then it was Ron Burgundy sipping a beer, and just, boy, that escalated quickly. <laughs> and, like, it did. But I want to talk a little bit about Scotland and, like, their play, because it seemed like this was their, their tactics going out into the, into that match. Give Andy Robertson the ball and have him cross it and no. see if see if somebody can get ahead on it. The number of fucking crosses I saw from Scotland. And like Bro, do something else. Every single time somebody played a long ball to switch play. You wanna know who played that long ball? Andy. Andy. Every Andy time. He was literally like a point guard in basketball. It was absolutely hilarious. He touched the ball every single time it was up the pitch, and he was just running everywhere. He was probably exhausted by the end of the game. I don't know. His stamina, like, doesn't really go bad ever. It doesn't, but, like, still, you don't have that kind of role, like, every single day. I think, yeah, I think he does for Scotland, though, which is a little scary. I'm wondering where the hell McTominay is. Talon, they play pretty damn well, too. Yeah, but, like... You need one dude to hold off the side and one dude to hold off the middle, and when you only have two dudes, it's kind of hard. You are speaking facts. Like, Daniel James isn't bad, but, like, he's just small and fast. Daniel James, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, no, he's Welsh. He's Welsh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I got so confused. I was literally about to... No, 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 you know, you know, you know, you know who I'm thinking of? Not, not small and fast, but just someone who's like pretty decent. John McGinn. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. No, no comparison to be made other than the fact that they're just like Prem players that aren't yeah. English. And aren't bad. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but like, um, I think our call of Scotland getting third place is uh, gone. Yeah. The way that they played that first game, I, I think everyone's just going to crack down on their tactics, and it's just going to be a shit show from here on out for them. I want to jump into some Group E right now. Because both games in Group E did not go how I was expecting. No, not at all. Like, at all. So... I did not think Poland was going to uh, lose. That that we can all be surprised with because Lewandowski. Well, Poland did he comes even score. No, Poland comes out of halftime, scores a beautiful, like quick passing, nice team goal that slots right by the keeper. Game's tied. They get all their momentum back. Red card. They're mm-hmm. gone. They're done. Slovakia scores a little bit later. Game over. But I didn't realize it was Krzysztof who had the uh, 
red card. That actually yeah. really sucks. He was a great holding player in that game. And then uh, Sweden drawing Spain. That one, because of the COVID outbreak and everything, and because Bro, fuck I... the COVID outbreak. Did you see the stats on that game? Yeah. Fuck the COVID outbreak. You're there's, speaking facts because everyone pretty much started. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who started. There's absolutely no excuse when you, and I'm looking at my phone on FootMob right now, but when you have 85% possession with 17 shots... 12 chances, five of them big chances. They had 800, according to FootMob, they had 829 accurate passes. You want to know how many accurate <laughs> passes fucking Sweden had, Carl? You want to know how many accurate passes Sweden had, according to FootMob? 200. 89. Oh my god. <laughs> like, like, Sweden, Spain had 11 shots inside the box. Like, yeah. bro. Like, I'm sorry, but there is no excuse for that. That is an absolute slaughter that wasn't a slaughter because they couldn't finish. I saw something that was like, this Spain team can pass the ball around in Tiki Taka like the Spain teams of old, but the only difference is David Villa and co. could actually put the ball in the fucking net. Yeah, they struggle when they're in the attacking third. Well, the issue is Alvaro Morata doesn't know what onsides is. Um... No, and every single time he gets a ball that's on size, he puts it far left or far right. Yeah, I, I don't understand that because he'll literally go for like random ground shots, like from weird positions that just go straight instead of going at the goal. Yeah, it's weird. You're a top class striker. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, more oh. eh. surprised by uh, just the way that Sweden were able to hold them off, sort of. I I still eighty nine accurate fucking passes according to FootMob, eighty nine. Like what? Those are FIFA stats. It's like what happens when you play me after I haven't played in a while. Yeah, exactly. Except for somehow I still managed to like score a goal or two. You still didn't manage to outpossess me. Yeah, well, because I just... But I'm just better at FIFA. Yeah, you're better at FIFA, but I try and play soccer. Or yeah. football. No, actually, I say soccer because for this one I'm trying to play... I, play, I tried to play soccer... Because I tried to learn the bull, play the bullshit that I uh, learned here. Yeah. I feel like I'd be a lot better at FIFA now if I like used all the other stuff I learned. Because the last couple of years, Carl and I have dove into our knowledge and understand the game a lot more than the stupid ass bullshit they, they teach us over here. Yeah, dude, did I ever tell you? Um, before we go into Grubef, did I ever tell you? That my practices when I was younger, like my training sessions, instead of teaching us how to pass and move, we would just learn how to do like scissors and drag backs and like toe touches and stupid shit. That's stupid as fuck. Exactly. That's not playing the game. <laughs> no. No, it's not. It's not. All right. But uh, before we get more into this. Oh, you bullshit. said before? Oh, we, we're yeah. going back into it? Okay, cool. I know Hungry lost right now. 
but like good for played, them like they played so well <laughs> the whole game yeah and if he wasn't offsides like that was a really well set up goal and it was a really nice shot he just broke on the run too early it also would have changed momentum drastically yeah exactly ronaldo is now the official top goal scorer in the Euros. I think that's absolutely sick. But I think it's a little sick, but he has 11 goals in five Euros. And Platini did it in one, and he scored nine. Yeah. Like, that's more impressive. I'm sorry. I, I'm not taking away from Platini. Yeah, I know, I know. It's more, I think it's more impressive that Ronaldo has scored in five Euros than him being the top scorer yes because that doesn't even correlate to like three goals a euro exactly and if you've played in five euros and you're a striker of his caliber i'd expect you to have like 11 fucking goals at least exactly yeah thank you glad we can agree upon that yeah but I still think it's a really cool stat for his career overall. It is. It is. I think the bigger stat's going to be when he breaks the international goal scoring record. That is entirely true. That is what I'm fucking waiting for. I and, saw uh, something that was like active international goals, and like Ronaldo just has so many more. Messi also is close to beating... Messi has, like, 73 international goals. Ronaldo has 105. someone. I don't know. Someone in South America. I don't know if it was Pele or... Might uh, Or Maradona, but one of them. He's close to beating their record. That was more of a big props to Hungary, um, even though Portugal... We're talking about Portugal... (laughs) I, I don't know. I was impressed. I was impressed. Yeah. I mean, they know they're not getting out of this group. No. They put five at the back and said, fuck it, let's park the bus. It almost worked, and then they got scored on three times in the last ten minutes. Well, it's pretty much just going to be Hungary versus uh, colossal giants of the sport. Yes. Yes. Speaking of the other two colossal giants of the sport in that group, you said you thought this game was Conte and Kimmich. Um, I, it, it was Pogba. I'm sorry. When he, when Bro, he when, but when it was just plays, going back and forth. It was just going yeah. back and forth between Conte and Kimmich possession, like constantly. But, and but, then you get to see like Germany have a little more possession than France, and then Pogba was just, just playing every single ball. But Pogba, when he plays for France, just plays balls. He's like the fucking best midfielder in the world. Yeah. Like the whole the whole Pogba KDB argument only can be really arised right now when or arisen or whatever or made when he's playing for France. You're speaking true. Like that's what I mean about this being about Pogba. Every single time the ball hit his foot in that match, it was dangerous. But every single time Germany had the ball, Conte shut it down. Pogba also shut it down too, though a couple times. Pogba had like thirteen recoveries Conte was in that everywhere. game. Everywhere, so was Pogba. Everywhere. Look at look at the stats from the game. 
I'll pull up more stats because I'm actually looking at the stats, but not the full stats. He had 13 duels won, 12 recoveries. Damn. He, this this I, was I a Pogba really, game. I just really want to mention his, his prowess on the attacking side of the ball during that game because I think it was won by a holding position. Hold on, France. Hold on. Can I can I just interject on you again? So sure. Pogba won thirteen duels and had twelve recoveries while also playing the key pass that led to the goal. And you said this game was more about Conte, who had three duels won and seven recoveries and did not contribute to the goal. Well, of course he didn't contribute to the goal. We watched the goal, it was literally just a Pogba amazing through ball another pass and then an own goal yeah um i do have to say though like hummels didn't have another option like he just didn't have another option i personally think that if he had let the ball like keep rolling like obviously mbappe would have finished it and he wasn't really at a point where he could hit the ball outside of the net. There was no recovering this. It was very similar to the other own goal that was was, scored by Turkey. Exactly. It was either an own goal or an Mbappe goal. Yeah. So, like... You You just sort of give it up at that point. Um, I was really happy to see Benzema playing. Uh, I was surprised that he played really well, too. There was a couple times Why are you surprised that he played well? Because he was hurt. No, he's Benzema. He was hurt. Any player that's hurt, I don't expect to, like, be playing at 100%. And he just played it as if he was. He's one of those guys that, like, unless he's, like, hurt, hurt, he goes out there and he plays. Like, that's one of the things that he's like. Like, he doesn't really miss games at Madrid. You know what I mean? You're speaking facts. I would understand if, like, Usman Dembele had a hamstring issue and then he went out there and balled out. I'd be shocked. But, like, Benzema getting, like, a knock, as Deschamps called it last week, and then... Playing really well. In the I, I didn't. I didn't see that it was called a knock because that injury tends to be a lot bigger in other sports. Yeah. So um, I, I was presuming that it was slightly larger. Yeah. Nah. Than was presumed. Was not. Twas not. Also, uh, just reading some stats from this game that really shows the tale. Um, sixty-two percent possession for Germany, but only one shot on target with 10 shots well they couldn't break through nope no time at all we literally see veron just shutting it down almost every other time Kempembe had a great game and that defense was just nuts and then we get to see france literally have four shots one goal one shot on target and 38 percent possession yeah i find that hilarious how they only have 38 possession and they still win a game one no, every, against every, a top side every time they touched the ball with that 38 percent possession it was dangerous yeah every single time they were, they were on the ball they were more threatening in their 38 percent or 32 percent or whatever number you said 
than Germany was in their 60-whatever you said. You're speaking facts, because Germany was just so stagnant with the ball, and once they got into the attacking third of France, they were shut down immediately. Yeah, exactly. France pretty much pulled a Tottenham, like the way that Tottenham played at the beginning of the season when Harry Kane and... All right, give this give this the, the, the proper description and call it a Leicester. Uh, you're... Your facts. You're right. Yeah, cool. You're cool. Right. But it wasn't really even that because they didn't really do it on counterattacks. They had a lot of counters, homie. They did do it on counter. I'm... Yeah. The goal Dude, wasn't a counterattack. Some of those they balls had a lot of by Lloris to uh, Mbappe were nuts. Yeah. I, I was mean, just like, they're so just trying to play Mbappe in that. As a keeper, when you have a player who's faster and better than everybody on the pitch. Just eat it. <laughs> yeah. It's what, yeah. Neuer did that a couple times at, like, the end of the game, and I was really surprised because they were in, like, really good positions, and I was like, come on, you can just finish that. But, yeah. I'm happy that I called the game the way that I did. Uh, I did think it was going to be more of a thrashing by France. France looked like they were going to be more threatening with their chances. Um, but good game overall. Good game Wasn't overall. Wasn't too disappointed. Was not. It was as exciting as I thought it was going to be. I mean, at least the first half, I had to go to work for the second half, and I was kind of pissed. Second half was all right. Yeah. I, I, I wish it was a little more exciting, but good game overall. You want to guess match day two? Yeah, let's get into it. I, I... So after after match day one, Carl and I are tied at eight points apiece. Um, we we cannot predict one of the games on here because it it has already happened. Um, duh. So like that can't be predicted. I'm choosing second, so I pick the Germany game. You're choosing second, so you pick the Germany game. Yeah. Cool. 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 All right. So, starting with today's games, we're looking at Turkey versus Wales. Yeah, Finland has already lost one nil to Russia. Um, we we can't pick that game. So we're yeah, because we're recording at eleven thirty a.m. Eastern time right now. Um, Turkey Wales. I don't even know. I would take Turkey. I think I'm going to take Wales. Interesting. Where are you taking Wales? Two one. I'm doing opposite. I'm taking Turkey two one. Cool. I'm I just think it's going to be a bounce back performance for them, so I'm really curious. Uh Italy versus Switzerland. I think Italy's washing them uh 3-1. I'm going to go 2-0. Oh, why did I say a goal? I need to change that to 2-0 as well, because I do think it's going to be a two-goal win, and Donnarumma's in that, so that's why there's an edit there. Um. Okay, so Ukraine, Macedon- North Macedonia. Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine, Uh, probably 2-1. Two, two, no, two, yeah, 2-1. Two, I'm going to take 2-0 uh, Ukraine. Just because right. I don't 
I don't think North Macedonia is going to score a goal in this tournament. They already did. Why am I so stupid? Um, they already scored against Austria. <laughs> I'm taking Belgium 3 0 versus Denmark. Yeah, I'm also taking Belgium 3 0 against Denmark. This is a fun game. This is a fun game. Netherlands 2 1. I'm going to have to copy, but it could be like 4 2 or something. It could be. It could be. Um, Sweden versus Slovakia. That's tough. I don't know what the hell to do. I'm going to take Sweden 1-0. No, I'm going to take Sweden 2-1. No, 1-0. 1-0. I'm going back to 1-0. I'm taking Sweden, but I'll I'll take them 1-0. Because I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah, exactly. Um, Croatia versus Czech. What you got? I'm going to take Croatia 2-1. And the Czech guy is going to score again. I'm going to go Croatia. I'm going to go 1-1 draw here. I think Croatia wins this. Which is my main reasoning. Um, England versus Scotland. I'm gonna have to take England here. Um, I mean, I, I'm supposed to pick this one first, but okay. No, I'm not. We got off the track. I'm supposed to pick this one. You pick France, then I pick Germany. Okay. Um, no, no, I'm supposed to. Uh, yeah, because yours is slightly off of the time one. Oh yeah, whatever. Cool. Um, so England versus Scotland, I'll take England 2-0. England 3-0. Um, France. 8. Did you say fucking 8? I am going to go 3. No, I'm going to go 4. You're going to 4-0? Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking 4-0. I think they're going to one-up everyone. Everyone else is going to 3-0 hungry. <laughs> they're going to 4-0 them. What you got? By the way, if Germany loses this game, they're basically eliminated from the tournament. Tournament, not tournament. You know what, Carl? <laughs> Sometimes I can't speak right. I'm taking Germany. I think they bounce back this game. And I think it's a 3-2 game. I'm taking Portugal 2-1. Yeah. I I think this may be the game of the tournament. Could be. Could be. Could be. Or it could be Portugal versus France as the game of the tournament. I think that's honestly probably better. That's a rematch of the last Euro final. Yeah. Uh, we got one more game to go. Lewandowski or uh, the blind mice who can pass the ball. Also, draw. draw. No, no. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go one no Poland. 
I'm taking one one draw. I'm gonna go one nil Poland. Because I think Spain actually scores one this time, despite their like finishing issues. And I think Lewandowski scores one as well. So gotta be one one though. Yeah, so Carl and I are currently tied eight eight at our point yep. scale. This week we threw games off a little bit, like we're a little different than we were last week, so we'll, we'll probably have, have some differences in our scores and hopefully I'm beating him. Hopefully I'm whooping Brian's ass because he's blind and can't even watch the games. Huh. I mean I, I I'm not, but okay. He wears glasses. <laughs> I do wear glasses, but I'm not blind. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, I'm loving this tournament. Like I'm waking up every morning, sitting down on the couch and like just watching footy. Yeah. And then like doing uh, after, some work and then like watching more footy. After this, I'm going to be taking a shower and then getting ready to watch the Turkey Wheels game. It's a good shout. I'm probably going to get lunch and then watch that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, I also thank think it's going to wrap it up. Thank you guys for checking in. Uh, please come back next week for more Euro action and potentially more transfer news because we didn't really have much this week. For yeah, I, don't, I don't think we're going to get much transfer news during the Euro personally. But no, I think we may get like little links like uh this Trippier yeah. link and stuff like that. But you know, but, if you like if you like listening to a shit talk and you know make our points about Man you go for fucking Raphael Veron. Liverpool signed Chillmans. Those that's what Carl and I want. Will it happen? Probably not. No. <laughs> not with I, the way Veron's playing, not with the way Tielmans is playing. I mean Tielmans has a release clause, but we'll get to that on another day. Um yep. thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. Enjoy the Euro, because I know for sure Carl and I are. And much love. Adios. Peace.